have a plan for the intro. All right, I'm ready to go. My level's up. Gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Chopping It Down podcast featuring your dynamic duo, Zeon and Dan. Oh, Zeon, <laughs> welcome, man. Oh, it's so good to have you back on the podcast. How are hey. you doing? How's the, how's the car dealership? Uh, oh, the car dealership's pretty good, actually. That's I'm good. surprised because, you know. We're still uh, in the middle of a the, in the Rona, yeah, the Rona era, right? <laughs> but we've been we've been doing good. That's good. I I know it seems like I I don't know. It seems like in this uh, Corona era, I feel like people now are just are just going for it. Like like they're following the rules, but yeah. it's almost like like no holds barred. Like indoor dining is it's pretty much back. Like yeah. all, all I see on Snapchat is people at the bar, again. right? And I'm just like, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. Oh, I saw some dude at the, at a strip club in Atlanta. Like, oh, that's the South. Either way, like, they were just straight up naked and just everyone all very close to each other smoking. So like they're blowing their, you know, their germs in the air freaking weird, man. Yeah. But you know what? It's crazy. Like, it's so sad to admit this for me. But there, there was a time where I forgot my mask and I dead went into Target with no mask. No one said anything to me. Like, yeah. I literally got like 10 steps in the door and I was like, oh, my God, I forgot my mask. I literally like put my shirt over my mouth right. and, and ran That's outside to problem. go get my mask. And there's someone at Target like waiting there, watching people come in and no one said anything to me right and i was like that's crazy that's a problem like, like guys like and, uh, I, and look, I saw someone go in the store the other day without a mask and no one said anything to her i'm like well you're part of the problem too no one wants no one likes confrontation that's why and i mean i'm not saying i'm not a part of the problem if i didn't see someone with the mask i think i would be a little bit too shook mm, shook isn't the word but because just because i don't that, like but, confrontation it's just yeah, like at the same time it, it's not my job sure. because we're in target I, i'm more concerned with with my well-being like and it, and it does suck because yeah i should have been like oh you should go put on your mask but odds are if they're already not wearing their mask mm-hmm. they're not gonna be like oh yeah no problem man i'll go get it they'll be like oh it's my right to not wear a mask or whatever or some stupid stuff like that right so i i don't even bother dealing exactly with that's again the problem people one conference people don't want to deal with conversation and then you have people that are just straight up ignorant about this whole situation which makes it harder for everybody but yeah. for the most part for the most part i think everyone does a pretty you know decent job considering where we're at you know what i mean in in terms of uh cases and and uh safety i think we're doing okay i don't yeah. have the real numbers in front of me um but just from what I hear, obviously cases are still rising. People are still dying. Yeah, it's, um, it's area to area. Yeah. At this point, it it depends on if the state wants to enforce certain regulations. It's really up to them. Right. Like, fortunately for Connecticut, we're doing a pretty good job at yeah at maintaining the the I virus agree. and and keeping numbers low and and making sure the recoveries are are increasing more than the cases that were that right. were coming in. So, and it, and it does seem like recovery is, you know, 
the, the recoveries are rising fast. Absolutely. So we're finding different things. Apparently there's a vaccine coming on my birthday. Is that the one? Yeah, I'm not too sure about that one. I mean, obviously, not to say I wouldn't want it, but at the same time... It's hard to be optimistic with this sort of thing. That's what I mean. It really is. I know. I understand you 100%. You know... Plus, and- I mean, there's a lot of conspiracies out there about, you know, they've been had the... They've been had the cure, but but because of yeah, Trump, who knows? You know, you know who knows so, how much this is gonna cost and things like that. The whole well, the cost I, should be free. I mean, yeah, that's a whole another topic. Yeah, I feel like a ph- the pharmaceutical industry is just a whole another beast within itself. Oh, for sure. But yeah, I mean, we've we've been good. You know, chilling. Absolutely. I've been going to the store, wearing my mask. So. <laughs> I, I haven't I haven't dined in inside anywhere i don't yeah i I did i've done outdoor dining once yeah me too during the summer uh it was at senior ponchos and that's when i kind of was like okay like i wish outdoor dining was already a thing yeah to be honest yeah right because i mean only a few places had it but um then like i've I've noticed most high-end restaurants did it like before covid yeah but they're high-end right they're high-end restaurants um but i'm glad like you know you know, like your 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 local diner is starting to do it now. Yeah, and thank gosh our our gaming shop is still open. Yeah, oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, when they closed, that was that was a hit for us. Well, luckily Magic they were fans. still doing. Didn't we still get cards? They were doing like just big curbside, curbside pickup. Yeah. But I do, I did, I do like going inside. Yeah, the absolutely. Store. The like, even though I don't really buy anything, I just like seeing that they're still open. Yeah, and even doing, if it's like look, so different. Than, I mean, I'm pretty sure I. I don't want to be, you know, condescending, but I'm pretty sure I kept them a little bit afloat. The amount of cars I bought freaking during COVID, during you know, quarantine. We bought, hey, every set that came out, we got. <laughs> yeah. And we've been buying cars from them and stuff like that. So. Right. And I, I think they're doing pretty good. It is hard to own one of those shops, one of those yeah. like, hobby shops. I talked to um, the guys at the camera bar in, in um, Hartford and I asked them like how it was. And they said it's it's better than what they were expecting. So that's good. You know, obviously it's not as good as what it was beforehand. Yeah. But yeah, I think a lot people of people are still like going out and looking at stuff and buying stuff. So, yeah. And I was really worried about the restaurants, but I yeah, feel like right. people are aren't too like, oh, like, you know, whatever, like they handle our food. It's the restaurant's responsibility to make sure their employees are mm-hmm. are COVID free so they won't have to worry about that stuff. Because you see freaking McDonald's with the whole Travis Scott meal. <laughs> I think that that freaking thing sold out. So people are not worried about yeah, nah. going to, a, well, to I mean, restaurants. And For the most part, what I've seen is that the drive-thrus are always packed at McDonald's. Yeah, no matter always. what. So Which is... Never mind, I'm not gonna say <laughs> And I always get, and I usually get delivery. Like, and I- Oh yeah, me too. I, and yeah. I went for takeout today from yeah. Gobi that thankfully opened back up because I did miss their food a lot and it was just a, dude their temperature check thing was crazy it oh was, they check your temperature before you go yeah on? it was like a lot a, of more places should do that yeah it was like dude it was literally like a screen and you like and it was like a regular like thermal you know temperature gauge that they that they use now but it was like a whole like screen that you put your face in front of <laughs> instead of like a handheld thing wow like it was very it was very hands-free the only other place i've been to that does that is my bank oh like, really? when i went to go tested all my tests they never checked my temperature it's I, weird well i mean oh i guess right yeah but they because they're always taking precautions because odds are if you're going to get tested you either a have to or b you 
Oh, sure. You're feeling symptoms, you know? Yeah. So they're like, oh, okay. they're extra careful. Yeah. Like I remember when I went to the foot doctor earlier this year, mm-hmm. it was during, it was like a month maybe into COVID. Mm. And I, you know, they did like the whole temperature check thing. Mm. I'm like, and, and I, I can understand why places like Target don't check temperatures. Cause that's a lot of people coming through. Oh yeah. And it's like you. Well, you, I mean, they had the lions when they only had like what half their capacity, or yeah. Like but then something. once they once they turned on their full capacity, right? It was like we, you can't you can't do nothing. <laughs> we'll leave hand sanitizer at the door. Yeah, you don't have to get it if you don't want to. And it's, that, that's that is risky though. You, you know, can put yeah. an entire department store out of. Thing. But it, don't you think it's strange that during COVID, none of our department stores closed because of COVID cases? Don't you think that's a little bit strange? You think it, you think it's still creeping up in there somewhere? Or I mean, what are you I, trying to say? I mean, something's going down. There's no way that our deal look our dealership shut down because of because of a case, right? And that's we see just as we don't see just as many people. We see less people than. But you guys are still a store. We're still, still a store. So to think that Stop and Shop and Target and Walmart, who have been open during the time, I'm sure there's been a few COVID cases that. I've kind of went through their, you know, their stores. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure some employees might have had it. I don't know if it's going to be enough to close the store. But that's the thing. That's the, that's the rules. You, if like, if one employee gets it, the whole store has to shut down for two weeks. That's not what the, that's what my camp did. My camp was like, if, if a counselor gets it, that counselor and the group that they watch are the only people that have to stay. Oh, they have to quarantine? They have to quarantine, Oh, yeah. okay. And then everybody else comes into work. Oh. I'm obviously, you know, thankfully, we went through the whole summer, no COVID cases. Right. You That's know, interesting. Uh, on, on our camp. I and, thought it was... And we were okay. scared a couple times. Yeah. There were definitely a couple scares, for sure. Oh, Just okay. because it is a, a risky thing. Right. And I can't... Dude, and I ran the camp, and I can't imagine running an entire store <laughs> being like, I, you know, I hope none of my, like... 50 60 employees get it yeah because at least you know you're outdoors there you know you're interacting with only a certain group of people and kids right odds are you know their parents are hopefully protecting their kids while not at camp so when they do come in they're safe but when you got a store just full of strangers like just touching everything and that's my you point you can't sanitize all that there's no way right you know it's it's it's, it's tough but People are staying open. Restaurants are are open. Um, we actually schools are, are are back in session. Yeah, there's some schools are a lot of schools are doing it a little bit differently than others. I don't know why. I feel like everyone should do um, what some schools are doing, which is the hybrid learning. Do you know what that is? Three days on, two days off. Exactly. Or opposite. I think because I'd be like Waterbury and just not go in at all, like my brothers are doing. Are they doing online only? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So, sure. I don't, I, I don't, like, I, I talked to a couple people. It seems no one really, some people like the whole, um, some people like the whole hybrid thing. Some people don't feel comfortable sending their kids to school. Some people can't do the online because, you know, they have work. They can't leave their kids home. Yeah. Or, so or, or you know, lack of internet. Lack of, lack of there's, internet. There, there's it's, a whole bunch of factors, exactly, unfortunately. Exactly. So I, I don't really have a, I don't know what to say about it really. Yeah, I know Watertown. I work there in the mornings for before care for the Y. Do you do three days too? Or you, oh, it's, it's five days it's a week. Because then the kids, obviously, who don't go Tuesday, 
the kids who didn't go Monday go Tuesday. Yeah, I think if it, I think if Watertown did do the hybrid method, I don't know if there would be a before care just because. Oh, they're not doing hybrid. No, they're doing five days a week. What? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I'm there every day in the morning. Wow. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, Nagasak. I don't know how they did it. I know the high school mm -hmm. closed down because they had a positive case. So. So they just stopped altogether. I'm pretty sure they're. They transferred to online learning. Okay. But I know the school, like, you can't go in it until it's completely disinfected. And I don't, I don't know if they're going to do, like, the two weeks, no one goes in. I don't really know how that works. Mm. But I think, I don't know, I think something happened to the Shamrock because I haven't seen them open next door in a while. So that's un that's unfortunate. But, right. You know, that's, the, that's the nature of this. Things yeah. are it's just kind of got to go with it right it's strange and, and protect yourself and and try to and by protecting and protect, yourself you're protecting others right exactly so and if no one's protecting themselves then you're also not protected so keep that in mind yeah it's just real unfortunate because i feel like i've had a great year yeah it's right been, it's just been hindered <laughs> it's crazy i feel like this year would have been like the year for a lot of people and it has in some cases but covid really screwed everything up for everyone yeah so man. Like just dude just imagine like i like so much so much good things have happened to me this right year. like we got introduced to magic which is super fun we would have been going to events just doing more than what we would normally do oh right my gosh dude comic con was friday this night year. magic every week right because <laughs> you have so, fridays off so exactly you know, that would have been perfect yeah man no events dude like there's just so much there's so much fun to be had yeah but unfortunately yeah and people there's none what's like making me you know a little bit weary or worried is just that people including myself want to have fun so they're almost like about to really risk their health to do what they want to do if that makes sense like and i say me included because like sometimes i really be wanting to go out but i just don't know what to go where where or what to do but I see people going out and doing things, and I'm just like, I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, that's like that's like the the fuck it won't cut it thing that we saw from from Boston. Yeah, U. yeah. It it basically just it's just an organization to explain how to have fun, but also limit yourself so right. that you'll keep safe. Mm -hmm. But I feel like some people just just going back and yeah. I mean, just doing their thing, and I'm like, there needs I, to be more. I can't do it yet. There needs to be more serious, like, um, responsibility. You know, not responsibility. What the freak? What's the word I'm looking for? When you do something, accountability. There we go. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there needs to be more accountability to people that don't follow the rules. So, but yeah, I, I, I feel know. like it's just not being. Uh, it's just not being handled the right way mm -hmm. i feel like some people are getting away with certain things mm -hmm. and, and, then, and then the people that are obeying all the rules they're just like what the heck like, yeah i'm right. obeying the rules and i'm not getting any special treatment exactly right and they're not following the rules and then obviously all the all the, our customers are going to go to exactly. where it's popping you know yeah so, so. It, it's almost like you know it's, almost, you, it's like you have to take a risk yeah right to break the rules <laughs> like and unfortunately you know, it, there's going to be the time where you do choose to break those rules and mm -hmm. then you're going to get caught. And then that's when you get hit with the consequences. Right. 
you know i've always you know i've been thinking about it for a little bit about starting like a magic or, or just like a card shop in general mm -hmm. and kind of do it like in a cafe and i always try to picture myself like okay if this thing doesn't end and i want to start it what would i have to do to like protect my employees and protect customers and it's it's tough yeah. when you actually care about it mm -hmm. and, and you're just like oh okay like just wear a mask come inside and then that's it because obviously you know you, you can't wear your mask while you're eating <laughs> and, and drinking yeah that'd be proved to be a little bit difficult so it, it it's tough and like even with the even with the card shop that that we go to you know, a, a lot of the business comes from the other side of that room mm -hmm. where people are, are renting tables mm -hmm. and, and, and playing cards and entering tournaments and doing these events. And now it's just limited to buying product. And, and you see it, bro. Like mm -hmm. people, when you walk into the store, when, no do, one's when, there. when do you ever see inventory like change, you know? Yeah. And, it, and it really, it's really sad because it's something that I would want to do, but I just can't see myself doing it right mm -hmm. now. I agree. Yeah, man. It's, so it's, is that like your summer update? Yeah. Okay. Like, and, and that's kind of like a, a, a future goal I want. Like, you know, I already got the new car. Yeah. I had to, I had to do that because right. my old car just, it, it got me home at least. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't break down in the middle of the, of the road, yeah. which was, which was good. Like I, I felt the moment where it was like, all right, bro, yeah. take me home and I'm never being turned on ever again. Yeah. And Damn, I hope you never hear that from a girl. Wow, that's, yeah. I hope I never do too. <laughs> Take me home, and <laughs> this is the and last time I'm being never turned turn on. me on ever again. <laughs> but no, like it, it was tough, and we brought it. We towed it to the shop, and he was like, "You can either pay the three grand and fix this 2005 Honda Civic that probably's only got like." Yeah. 30,000 more miles on it or you can take this and put it down payment on a new car right so I was like all right I think it's new car time and I went with the the RAV4 that thing is okay Mr. Mazda man yes sir the RAV4 is good mm -hmm. I love it well, Mazda's at the top right now so that's great yep it's, oh it's awesome dude I'm telling you word of mouth like from these third-party companies that just rave about the Mazda, I can't even tell you how many times customers come in and be like, "Yeah, I heard about it from so and so," and I'm just like, "Like barely do we get one." I mean, we still get customers just like, "Yeah, I never," uh, or, "Yeah, I don't know what this car is about. Never heard anything about it from the internet. Just here to kind of see, just because maybe you know I drove by the dealership." Like it's always word of mouth that brings customers in. I freaking love it. It's amazing. Car sells itself. Best advertisement. I told you you should have freaking drove it, but. Who am I? Anyways. A dealer. <laughs> I don't trust a dealer. Huh? You guys are all shady salesmen. <laughs> I'm shady? I don't know. I don't know how you operate. I've never I've never I, seen you work. I literally could tell you. And I've told you. So don't even freaking bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're not. A, if you were like a used car salesman, like not working at a, like an official dealership. Uh, that would have been better for you. I could have saved you way more money. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously. Oh, so you would have... Yeah. That's actually really stupid. No. No, I'm saying... No, you probably would have been more shady. Oh, the, oh, oh. Because those are the people... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because those are more the people... Yeah, that's that, like, where I bought my first car from. <laughs> like, they didn't even let me see the Carfax. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, that's... The car was in an accident. Airbags deployed. That's why the car had no airbags in it. Oh, wow. When I... Like, six months later when I found out. 
You just don't put the airbags back in? They did. All right. So <laughs> I don't know how they did it, but apparently they put resistors where the airbag like deploying sensor thingy is to trick the computer system in the car to make it think that the airbags were in to make it think that the airbag uh the airbags were in the car or or the airbags oh, were working, gotcha. something like that so they so, tricked it pretty much yeah exactly they tricked the, the computer to to turn off the airbag sensor like and then it just came on one day and you're and like then, oh so there were six resistors in total so basically if i were to get into an accident they would have never deployed wow because the sensors were just broken or just weren't there so but did you get the car cheaper because of that um, yeah, but I didn't realize that at that time. Yeah. Obviously. Meaning like the car is worth. So what they were selling the car for was like thousands less than what I was seeing other dealerships sell cars, cars for that similar. And you were like, oh, bet. Yeah, exactly. Not I was like, the- right. Exactly. Because one I looked at was like 16,000. The one that one I bought was like 14,000. Like free. Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it only had like 30,000 miles on it. I was like, this is great. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's like if I, if I tried to sell my Honda Civic and I'm like, oh yeah, it's, it's $500. If I, if I just posted my car uh-huh. and said, yeah, it runs and put $500, I'm sure I would have people going crazy. They would question the hell out of you. Yeah, exactly. Like I would get, but I'd get more responses. Oh, oh, you know what I'm oh saying? yeah, for sure. But you know, obviously, if it doesn't run, I'm, I'm probably just going to sell it for parts at this yeah, point. Yeah. So Honda parts are always in high demand because mm-hmm. there's a lot of them running around. So, yeah. All right. So the podcast. The Cat of Posts. You know, we see there, there's been a, a surge, we'll say, of, of podcasts and content creators because of COVID-19 and forcing everyone to stay home and mm. and kind of do things remotely right. and, and and get creative a little bit and you know i we started this before right we started COVID. in june january what yeah. the heck? <laughs> <laughs> we started in, in january and then two months later just like boom yeah it, it, you know we, we kind of saw it coming right because a, a lot of things started to pick up about the end of february mm-hmm. and i i remember where i was when they shut down the the Y, right? The Y, yeah. In, in like the in like the Waterbury Public School System, which mm. was you know affected. That's our when jobs. it got real scary, bro. When it started to affect Waterbury. Well, yeah, when it started to affect Connecticut, yeah. Yeah, Connecticut, and then it really set the the point when Waterbury was directly affect, uh, affected. And we yeah, like, there was like what 30, 40 cases or something like that yeah. at the time. And I then think it just kept it just kept rising. Yeah, right. Yeah, because yeah. we were. I think we were one of the last. Uh, states if not city but i, I think because i don't know why our but, county was was hit hard yeah yeah it started in fairfield though it's fairfield county yeah so that's where it started bad and then it trickled down here the new haven county mm-hmm. and oh and luckily like like we said before it's gotten a lot better but you know starting the podcast and kind of continuing it during our our unemployment kind of gave us a, a good it, it gave us purpose almost yeah it, well it gave us what do we wait go, explain explain what you mean by that well well okay the first the first two weeks after i lost a job i i didn't start collecting unemployment until like five weeks in mm-hmm. it, it was it was nuts because it kept asking me for a change of address and i didn't and i didn't know how to go about doing it and the thankfully that that chick emailed me back the one that i that i told you to email 
and she emailed me back and then all of a sudden my bank account like <laughs> my bank account just went back yeah. up but in between then i was like what do i what do i do bro? Yeah, like i right. just like i just sit home and yeah do nothing like i really you know i started selling like um i started picking up the sales a little bit you know on ebay like reselling like shoes and things like that but you know it, it's all luck to get those shoes and you know, the switch too right and and this oh my god the freaking animal crossing switch yeah. yeah that switch was going crazy yeah that, that's one i think that's one of the highlights of the year it was just the increased popularity of the switch yeah you know Everywhere. it's such a it's such a good console mm -hmm. and it wasn't i don't know it's so weird like <laughs> why wasn't the xbox or the ps4 like it you know well, why, why was the Nintendo Switch the one? The better that? question is, why wasn't the PSP and the PS Vita like it? Like the, Those are the closest things you can compare it to. I, I know they're not out now, but... But like, I'm just saying, like, why why wasn't anyone sold out of the PS4? Why oh, wasn't anyone sold out I think, of the Xbox, you know? Uh, to my knowledge, Amazon, they were selling them for more than MSRP. Oh, really? Yeah, but... Um, not inflated like the Not inflated the like was. the Switch. No, it was like maybe 50 bucks more. Than what the original price yeah, the is. Switch the Switch is like five hundred, dude. And the Animal Crossing one was going for like seven hundred. Like <laughs> right. like oh yeah, it, it was insane, dude. Was I, I didn't get my hands on one until like a month or two ago, right? And, and luckily you got it for MSRP. Yeah, for that, for MSRP. There's no way I was trying to freaking spend. Just blew up, man. Yeah. And you know, it, it's all about people just being cooped up in their house, and that's what I was doing. I was just playing Switch. I got I got nasty at Mario Kart though. I'll tell you that. Though. Yeah. She knows all about. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't take no L's. You don't think what? I don't take no L's. Oh, that's crazy. So you're a f you're not a fiend. You're just good. Yeah, it's freaking I'm just annoying. Good. <laughs> and I was playing Pokemon. You know, the DLC didn't really come out till June, so I didn't have uh, a whole lot of content to to go through. But I was just playing video games a lot. And then once we got comfortable coming back into the studio, mm -hmm. it was it was really nice just seeing people. Like I think, oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what really affected me the most was that I saw no friends for like right. three weeks. It, it was rough, man. Yeah. I'm, and I didn't go out of my job didn't end till like three weeks into March. And it was because they said, yeah, uh, businesses can remain open, but they just can't see any customers like customers can't go inside. And then my boss put us aside. He was like, because we were, he actually let go of a few people and he kept like three of us on. I was lucky enough to be one of them just so we can still get paid because we didn't know about the employment, unemployment thing at the time. Yeah. Um, and then he was like, yeah, man, I, I'll be honest. I don't see any purpose. I don't see any need for you guys if we can't take any customers in. And he was like, yeah, you guys are a sales team. If yeah. you can't do no sales, then right. you guys have no, you know. So that was like three weeks into March. I felt lucky because like you guys were out like two or three weeks ahead of me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember like we would. Yeah. Yeah. And you then would, you would come down after. Right. And, and then, then and then you stopped and then we yep. were just here. <clears throat> and it, it worked out for us because uh, obviously we couldn't go anywhere. So we just stay home. And then during the evening, like after dinner or so, we'd go because we have a studio space and we're technically still a business technically so we just come here to the studio office um because no one else would be here during the day uh besides the cleaners to just clean whatever yeah I sanitize mean, just sanitize much. right stan shout and then yeah shout out to stan 
and we just come here like every it was like every day or every other day to record and we were just pushing content yep. it was freaking amazing playing magic playing magic yeah yeah real good yeah even right. though we were playing with like the same deck yeah because <laughs> no new cards came till till right. may yeah even though they're supposed to come out in april and i didn't realize the the worth in buying signal sig singles i did but i i just spent it stupidly <laughs> but yeah bro it, it, so all right so back to the content creating side of it and like the whole you know kind of starting a business i i guess you would say especially in times like this uh i've been seeing a lot of tweets recently where like people want to like start podcasts and i've i've also you know come across a, a bunch of people that kind of started you know podcasts recently and i think like you should just do it honestly like even now because uh the the woman that i recently met she started hers like a few weeks ago and she does it all through zoom right and her content's pretty good yeah and, like she has a lot well. of uh of guests and they're they talk about a lot of great stuff and again it's all through zoom you don't need a studio space you don't really need uh like you know fancy equipment or whatever yeah the best mics or anything like that right you know? and wow we sound so cliche and we're, we're i mean I'm, I'm not trying to make it seem like we have all the answers in the world and like we're freaking you know the best podcast but i don't regret starting it it's it's awesome it's something to do in my downtime it gives me something to do it's content that i listen to it's content that we know other people want to listen to uh just because of the viewership which we'll give it you know hopefully we, we can give an update uh, a little bit later on in the podcast about how the viewership you know kind of rised during the last you know nine months of doing this yeah. um obviously the first i say this the first <laughs> we initially tried to start like the first or second week in january oh, oh it took us like three weeks <laughs> it dog. took us literally three like tries three, three tries to get this first episode out so the first episode you heard wasn't technically our first episode um and yeah, then our three tries. uh i had our second episode is still one of my favorites to the day because mm -hmm. like if you listen to the first episode it was good but then you listen to the second episode it's like it was like a completely different like team almost. tone yeah yeah like a, a tone a right different tone yeah it was awesome rest in peace kobe man. yeah stop, stop right at the beginning oh of the gosh. year yeah legend right which which sucks that's one of my favorite pod well maybe that's one of my favorite just because you know as we, t we got to talk about one of my idols um even though it was just about his passing but it is an interesting episode. it is definitely an interesting episode and there was a the feedback we got on that was just freaking awesome um so you know we talk about when people ask us what we talk about talk about things that people what we talk about things that need to be talked about right so you can do the same um and talk about maybe what you want to talk about or something right there's there's really nothing wrong with it and uh it's not it's all about the dedication and i wouldn't go into it trying to trying to be the best podcast i wouldn't go into it trying to be a joe rogan or joe budden or or marquez brownlee or freaking you know uh um the gimlet media what they have a bunch of podcasts yeah freaking. literally spotify paid spotify a, yeah a whole bunch of money to just create yeah content. oh yeah and they're like a it, gimlet's like a network exactly of, of different podcasts right so don't go into it trying to be like them or trying to make money just go into it because you maybe because you're a guy or or a gal or a team of of people uh, a gang that likes to talk yeah i it, saw a tweet that today like my friend and i like i'm thinking about making a podcast with my friends and i because i feel like we'd make you know pretty good content shoot 
I would love that. It's, it's a dude that I went to high school with, and I know who who he hangs around with, and it, they're they're freaking funny. I would love to to hear them make a podcast, right? So I, I really think that that you folks should do it, man. Yeah, it's, you know, doing it for for nine months now, it's it's really low. It's low effort as long as you like talking. Yes, that's that's another thing. Like it's so just, easy. Like you just have to liked and want to talk right to people. and don't like you <laughs> you can't be like oh i want to make a podcast to talk about this book and then you talk about the book and you're just like reading almost line by line or like reading like a narrator yeah like, right? like very unenthusiastic <laughs> yeah like what no matter what you're talking about you have to be into it right exactly whether it be um i don't know for example the kobe one right obviously it was a very sad tone to it but it wasn't it wasn't like we were trying to grieve the whole time even though like in a sense we were but not in a not in a uh, tone of i don't know how to say it like it wasn't a, it wasn't like a it wasn't like uh we weren't sad reading tone. right we were kind of like remembering yeah, exactly what a he was. it's not like we were reading an obituary yeah right so that's what i'm i'm getting at yeah you just gotta you just gotta be into it and really own your content mm-hmm. i feel like People going in, you know, they see they see the Joe Buttons and they see mm-hmm. the wow Joe Button Joe Rogan wow <laughs> they're both Joes yeah and, and they see, just average guys <laughs> and they and they see the content like that and they and they try so hard to to replicate that thinking that oh okay people listen to Joe Rogan if people listen to Joe Rogan they're gonna listen to my stuff and it's like mm. if, if people listen to Joe Rogan that's that's their Joe Rogan. They're not going to go out and look for other Joe Rogans. Right. I don't listen to the Joe Budden podcast and actively look for other podcasts that are hip hop mm-hmm. focused. And, right. You know, that's that's not what I'm there for. It. Joe Bowden. Uh, Joe Bogan. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Bowden. Joe, Joe Budden already posts regularly enough where i can listen to his content throughout the week right and i'm always getting content from him because he has the means he has the money he has the resources to be able to do that Mm -hmm. i i would not want to go out and not and listen to joe budden and also use time and listen to another hip-hop focused show where it's right. three guys talking about the current events in hip-hop that's what joe that's joe budden's lane right and you know and you can talk about that you can but just maybe put your own spin you on have it. to you have to put your own you spin have to on right because uh my manager one of my uh friends nah one of my managers he said when i told him i was starting this podcast he was like um he someone at his previous dealership the one right next to ours uh one of their guys started to do a podcast like a sports one but then when he listened to it it was literally the same exact podcast as like one of a a popular sports podcast that was out at the time like he didn't have any original ideas or any original conversations so people are are not gonna want that people are not gonna listen to that so that's why we say to like put your own spin on it right and there's current genres now that just get covered so much you know doing, doing a sports podcast i told my friend uh Fran about this because he wanted to start one and I and I gave him some advice and I was brutally honest with him I said look man starting a sports podcast you either got to be controversial you better have some crazy opinions (laughs) right 
and or it better be funny because you're competing with not only, not only are you competing with sports podcasts, mm-hmm. but you're also competing with Fox Sports, you're right, ESPN, right. Uh-huh. which both have radio mm-hmm. stations, and and both probably have podcasts. Bill Simmons has a podcast. Mm-hmm. Like if you want, what 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 does Bill Simmons cover? Basketball, right? I don't know. Or maybe he just maybe he, I I don't listen to sports podcasts, but right. maybe he does a variety and he talks about all sports. Yeah. But I'm sure a lot of people look up to Bill Simmons. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people are going to look up to my friend, mm-hmm. you know, for for sports opinions. Like, yeah, it's going to hit locally, right? But you know, when when you only hit locally, it, it it is different. And I'll talk about that later when I talk about audience, because you know, you always want to you always want to talk like you're talking to the world, mm-hmm. no matter who's listening. You know, I don't I don't just do this podcast for my friends. I don't even know how many of my friends listen to the yeah, podcast. Same. You know, um, but. No matter who you're addressing, you you always have to address, you know, your audience like you're addressing as many people as you can. Mm-hmm. Because if you only focus on a certain niche, that's that's gonna be your audience. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be your target, right. and that's the only thing you're gonna hit. Where if you wanna reach higher and and hopefully get your podcast to not the Joe Rogan level, but at mm-hmm. least a level where you can you know put constant content out that. Exactly. reaches a sizable audience right you have to address it like you're addressing the world and that's why i wanted to do a variety podcast mm-hmm. where we can just talk about anything because it's a lot harder to look at another podcast like joe budden and or like joe rogan who always has guests on right so he's mostly talking about things with his guests mm-hmm. rather than do a show where you can just kind of talk about whatever you want and then we have our other podcast, Order of the White Lotus, which is a focused podcast. The, right. The but there's av- not like there's no other avatar podcast and the other one stopped. So, right. And, that's a unique kind of. And, and, you know, there's different content out there. Like there's the Avatar the Last Airbender YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. But that's that's only content for YouTube. You mm-hmm. know, that's not that's not really something that people think of. They're like, oh, let, let me look through Avatar podcasts and, and play one on, on the car ride. Right. You know, those are short videos. Those are, you know, usually 10 to 15 minute videos about a, a certain topic. And mm-hmm. use, and sometimes it gets repetitive. You know, sometimes, you know, it's a, it's a short series. It's three seasons. You can only cover so much before you just start hitting walls and right. kind of have to, you know, grab your shovel and dig a little deeper into the lore. Whereas the way we do it, we just kind of go episode by episode, give our thoughts, you know, just gush over the series yeah. on, on why we like it so much. And, you know, sometimes we have different people on that one that share different opinions, which is always fun. And it's just fun. And it's just fun to do. Exactly. If you're doing a podcast and you're not having fun doing it. Anything. Yeah. Like anything, you know, if you're not having fun doing it, then you just shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, these these podcasts for us are a whole bunch of fun and we're able to, you know, be friends outside of the podcast mm-hmm. and then come in, you know, be professional with each other or, or unprofessional, depending on, you know, whatever the topic is. Oh, we get unprofessional <laughs> <laughs> and we're able to talk about whatever and, and have fun doing it. And that's why, you know, they always say don't go into business with your friends I feel like that's true, but not for all businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're starting a podcast with your friend, that's that's good. You know, especially like a small thing like this. You know, we're not making crazy amount of money. You know, we're definitely not profiting. Look, this. and eventually, you know, including us, you're going to have to get to that point. Right. 
We're going to have to talk about equity and collateral. Right. I and mean, we've already come to our points where we disagreed on, on things. And we've had uh, adult conversations about some things. And we've yelled at each other about other things. But at the end of the day, we're still friends. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, right, we're still friends, but we still like respect each other and and talk to each other as if we're adults not like not as if we're friends arguing where it's like oh f you like i'm not gonna talk to you for a couple days it's like all right either we come to dis you know agree to disagree or you know something we figure out something yeah settle yeah you got to settle your differences right and and you got to come back to the to the podcast studio or or wherever and you that that that's your that those are your people those are your whether it be co-workers you want to think of right. them as if you know you don't have a established bond with them yet or your friends right. you know you you definitely don't want to start something that is going to make you like lose your friends right. you know you don't want to start a podcast and and you know be controversial just for no reason right like if you you know i'm never gonna give an example like no like, well, I was gonna but give. let's just say right you know you and me very good friends outside the podcast you know hang out here at the studio a whole bunch mm-hmm. and then when we start recording i'm like i'm i treat you like a completely different person oh right oh please don't do that yeah. i wouldn't be here if that was the case exactly yeah exactly. you don't want to be that kind of person and that's and that's why i say don't try to imitate other podcasts or other podcasters because when you try to do that you're not being yourself exactly and once you stop being yourself you you lose the authenticity right you know joe budden is joe budden because he's joe budden he's joe budden <laughs> joe rogan is joe rogan because he's joe rogan he right. doesn't care yeah and, joe and, rogan's an animal and same thing with a whole lot a whole bunch of other podcasts you know and, and it depends there's there's certain podcasts that are like business focused like right. startup yeah where they you know obviously they're like reading from a script or something <laughs> yeah they they definitely read from a script but, but the edu- I, it's educational so yeah you would want someone so to, good to, to do me. that you know you you would want somebody and, to to read from a script that's like that's like saying oh i want to i i want a teacher I, I go to school and i want a teacher that just kind of free balls it you're not gonna have a good time like <laughs> nah. sorry it, it, yeah. so it depends on podcast to podcast like i remember you know, and I, and I should have been doing this recently with the Avatar podcast. You know, I would write down, you know, stuff in, in my little notebook. But then there were times where I, I wouldn't look at it. So then I started writing it down on my laptop, keeping it there and literally just kind of read. I, I just read it. And then we go into our talking points and that's when we go off script. Yeah. That way it keeps the flow going with the story. We're not spending too much time. I'm not spending too much time explaining the story. And that we're able to talk about it, and that's when we go and and we be ourselves. So you just kind of you just kind of find a good structure for it. You know, I I, I kind of wish I came into the Avatar podcast a little prepared in that sense. But I mean, the episodes that we did were still good. Yeah, it's not like I'm I'm dissatisfied with any one. But now I feel like we're we're getting better. And, and you learn a lot as time goes on. Trust me. Right. And I, yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. You know, you start out, you're never going to put your best episode first well, or, or you never want to. You yeah. never want to be like, OK, guys, like this is going to be our best episode. Because it, it's it's all what the audience. thinks. Right. It's not it's not what you think. You're not fueling your podcast. You're making the podcast for other people to consume. Right. You know, that's like and it, obviously I'm, I'm, it's going to be a stupid analogy, <laughs> but that's like 
being a chef and uh, somebody asks for their burger to be well done and you cook it and you're like, nah, it should be rare and you give it to them and then they eat it and they're like, I don't like it. And it's like, well, I like it. Right. So you should like it. And it doesn't work like that at all. And I feel like people going into business or podcasting, small business, restaurant industry, bar industry, anything like that. Yep. They create things just for them. And I've learned because that's how I went into this podcast. I was like, oh, I'm just going to I'm just going to make stuff for me. And now that I've like, OK, I got to do this for other people. Right. Also myself. Mm -hmm. I also want to talk what I want to talk about. But I can't just go ahead and talk about, OK, guys, like, you know, I've been really into uh, Tekken mm. recently. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to go into a 40 minute conversation just about Tekken. If right. I do something about fighting games, it's going to be all of them. Right. And like it's we only did when I esports. see and it's only if I see that people want that content, mm -hmm. because if I if I put it on this podcast, yeah, it might make sense, but I'd rather just start a Tekken podcast. Yeah. That way, when people look up Tekken, mm -hmm. they just see my podcast. Yo, we should do that. <laughs> Dude. You know, and, and there there are some there are some fighting game podcasts which I do listen to, and I, you know I feel like a lot of them have started because of the COVID nineteen crisis, and because of that, I feel like sometimes it's rushed. Like I, I feel like some of those podcasts can use a little more development, mm -hmm. like more structure. Yeah, and you know, like the whole Zoom thing is fine, mm -hmm. but the thing about doing Zoom. And putting it on YouTube is like, you know, you just get two boxes with, with, you know, people's heads in them. It's not very interactive with people where I, that's why I like watching Joe Budden because it's, you know, yeah, so him, like Rory, people. Maul on, on the couch, Parks is off screen, but he's always talking and you see like the interactions with each other, mm -hmm. you know, whereas on Zoom, you're just kind of looking at the camera, yeah. which works for an audio only thing for sure, like Solange's. But if it was video, I, I'd probably just ignore the video, to mm -hmm. be honest. But, you know, the, for audio, it's good. But visually, and that's where these podcasts are. They're not on Spotify or anything, which I don't know why they're not. It's so easy to get <laughs> on is. this platform. It's, it's, it's amazing how like, easy God, it is. Like, God, we're on eight different platforms. Yeah, right. I didn't pay a single dime to anybody <laughs> to get on Google, right. Apple. They're paying us. Uh, yeah. Well, Anchor's Anchor is paying, is paying us. us. You know, Radio Public, you name it, we're there. Yeah. And it's just as easy as creating an Anchor account. Right. Which is why you hear the advertisement in the beginning. And, you know, it's not an advertisement for no reason. Yeah. Like, we literally explain how to start your own podcast <laughs> in 30 seconds and we get paid for it. Yeah. It's, it's actually great. Right. And, and that's not to take away from the fact, and that those are all great points, but, um, you know, if you do listen to those podcasts and you want to start your own, you can take away from some of them. Just don't copy some of them or right. don't mimic, right? Don't right. try you to imitate. Mimic. You can kind of just take bits and pieces. Right. Exactly. Because that's what I do. I listen to, like, Marquez Brownlee and I love the way he, like, he he definitely has a structure but you know i take away from the fact that how he does his interviews uh the gimlet podcast sometimes i listen to them they have a structure uh sometimes you know with their introductions they're like they're the way to introduce the topics are freaking great i love that like i kind of want to start doing that you know what i mean yeah. just create some a for or short like you know monologue i guess yeah once so, we once we once we start talking about you know yeah this has kind of been like 
a, a variety of topics right, just, right. To, just to get us back into podcasting form yeah rather than because we've been still doing the avatar podcast but we really haven't you know sought out a new topic for chopping it down mm -hmm. which is why we're just kind of bouncing off different things and kind of just updating but then you know we talk about you know starting a podcast and kind of where we are at right which is the the primary focus for this one but once we start getting back on our on our selected topics you know we're gonna come back hard because exactly i i've definitely been in the lab you know trying out new ideas for Absolutely. structures and and especially to keep audience engaged which you know our our thankfully our podcast doesn't have too big of a problem with our audience engagement is actually pretty good but there's there's always something you can do more absolutely there's never you should never be i don't want to say satisfied you should never feel like your podcast is at 100 percent. you should always feel like your podcast can go somewhere like look at joe rogan joe rogan has one of the biggest podcasts in the world bro has like well a few thousand episodes 1500 he's, oh, 1500. Around, he's around there and he's primarily been lot, on youtube bro why would anyone of that size need to make the switch to spotify mm -hmm. but he did mm -hmm. and he's gonna gain a whole lot of spotify audience from that mm -hmm. so even even when an audience as big as joe rogan joe rogan felt like and who knows how big that check was you know and that's <laughs> that's, that's another thing in itself yeah, right. is, you know that's a once you've gained an audience and you start earning money for it mm -hmm. it's very easy for spotify to be like hey here's a million stay on our platform exclusively for two years and right. it's like Okay, okay, fine, whatever, yeah, right? you know. Joe Budden did He's that. He's not going to lose. Oh, I heard. Oh, there's a there's a lot of drama with the Joe Budden and Spotify. Well, that's because Spotify tried to cut him a deal. And Joe Budden has grown exponentially yeah. since they signed that deal. And Spotify was just like, okay, we can give you a little bit more. But you have to do a whole lot more as well. And mm. Joe Budden was like, nah, bro. I'm right. Good. So... Uh, who knows where he's gonna go? I yeah. mean, right now I I'm watching him on YouTube. Mm -hmm. You know, so he's not on Spotify right now. Uh, well, I, I think he I think he's still on there, but he's not exclusively on there. Oh, okay. I don't I don't listen to to the podcast on Spotify, which you know, YouTube is is a is a good podcasting form too. You just gotta right. have if you're gonna if you're gonna post on YouTube, I would definitely do it with video mm -hmm. rather than just like audio only because it's like that's a lot of data right first of all for people that don't have unlimited data or youtube red well or, still yeah no because when you're when you're on the go you know you got to keep youtube open not only is your phone draining more battery but yeah. you know you're also keeping your phone on this entire time and mm -hmm. using a lot of data whereas spotify has reduced the amount of data that you used and you're able to lock your phone and and, and do whatever you know listen to to your podcasts so you know it, it all it all depends but you know we're not making a lot of money like you know we're getting advertisement but obviously without the audience you know mm -hmm. i'm not really doing this for the money and that's and that's kind of good right. because i don't have to like be like pay you guys <laughs> <laughs> thanks <laughs> well i'm not paying myself either yeah. so you know it's it, it's not a business yet i right. would say right and i feel like once this podcast grows and, and it becomes a business there, there's a lot of work that goes in that which i have no idea there's a lot of you know you <laughs> yeah, have, to, right. you have to get the llc's and right. you know sign a whole bunch of documents stating that you're an official business again start that, reporting yep. it on your taxes you know there's a it's a different beast once right. you start your own business and anybody that's an entrepreneur that makes 
you know x amount of money a year that they do have to you know sign all these forms and mm-hmm. get audited and things like that they'll tell you it's a completely different right. world all right so why don't we talk about you know where we're at for for audience so ran the numbers what were we doing the first month or two first month we were at 25 listeners 25 yeah okay that was really like the first episode i remember i freaking i added everyone on snapchat yeah yeah we were talking about it a lot yeah yeah obviously i didn't i didn't do that you know the second you know on because what I about get, like so would you say what about the first three months like january february march because then i would say our our content ramped up during march april may yeah so we, so we we peaked at uh 130 during it, that time during like beginning like mid, i would say end like march. i would say like end of march end of march 130 end of march like per episode 130 per episode mm-hmm. mm. and now i think our well we're, we have 250 around their unique listeners like 200 i think the exact number is like 247 oh that's good unique listeners so yeah so the the thing about the the podcast is that i'll see like okay it has like 320 views like oh let me go to anchor real quick hold on is that just for one podcast or all the platforms that it's on that's just all the platforms that it's on oh gotcha which is mostly like spotify Spotify, right it's mostly spotify um so like let's see round two right has 328 326 listeners mm. now these are not unique listeners though these are these are plays even though it says listeners for some reason these are the amount of plays it got okay so this is people starting it from the beginning mm-hmm. hitting play hear the advertisement listening for about five minutes mm-hmm. whether or not they turn it off or not and we have 213 from Spotify, 104 from Apple Podcasts, nice. four from other, three from iTunes on desktop. <laughs> I don't know who did that. It's and, probably us. And two from Anchor. I don't. I don't listen to iTunes. Oh, I don't have iTunes. Didn't we pull it up on our laptops once? That wasn't iTunes though, right? I don't think. No, that's Spotify. Oh, oh that's weird then. Yeah. So I mean, hey, not to yeah, is that all right? Thanks for whoever did that, <laughs> right? But you know, it has 326 plays, but that could also mean that people either stopped listening to it for a little bit, yeah, right. So we don't know, refreshed it, and then it played from the beginning again, yeah, and then because that that the the plays mm-hmm. are different from the streams because mm-hmm. plays are just people from the beginning of the episode and just boom, okay, play. okay, then streams. But that, either way, you still have to play it for two, three minutes or five minutes. Yeah, I, mean, I think I think it's before five it counts minutes, as a honest, play. I don't really know. Yeah, yeah. So either way, I mean that's still pretty good. You know, five to look on average songs are like two, three minutes. So for someone to stick along for a podcast for, you know, let's, yeah, and our let's retention say, is exactly eighty-five percent of our listeners listen to the whole thing. Oh wow, yeah. We, you know, we have some drop-off usually around the the halfway three-fourth. Okay point but if people are listening to the beginning they're mm-hmm. in it for right. the long haul that's good shoot so i mean i mean they better listen not, with whether it whether or not they're listening you know it, yeah because the thing is i've definitely played youtube videos or or, right. or things on spotify where Just i like play background it for noise. To, yeah to fall asleep yeah. or, or background noise when i'm when i'm doing something right so i mean either way if you're still thinking about us while right you're doing exactly it. if you're if we're on if <laughs> my name is on your phone 
Right. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it, it's just like if someone had a song and and, and you and you play it on their phone. Like obviously a, a podcast is a little more impactful <laughs> yeah. because we're <laughs> I remember we did a, a podcast about music and like how much they make per stream and like how that affects sucks, dude. Yeah. Right. So yeah, like being, go back to that to get kind of a reference. A solo musician in this era is now way better than being a band yeah and i and it's always been like that but now the gap is just so Mm, much more because artists aren't making money from you know streams anymore and i feel like for podcasters i feel like it's not different like if you're not cutting a check Mm -hmm. if you're not getting cut a check from spotify or apple music or you don't have a very sizable audience or like Marquez Brownlee, who uh-huh. has an alternative source of income. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm sure I'm sure if he dropped YouTube, if mm-hmm. he's removed all his videos and he only focused on his podcast, I bet you it would not be enough. Oh, oh, like the, the podcast only instead. Yeah, of YouTube. like it would not For be sure. enough to fuel the studio space, the offices Definitely not. and nah. all the equipment that he's got. It would it would not be enough. And and it even goes to show. Joe Rogan is obviously not making as much as he would by going exclusively to Spotify. And I don't know how much that deal was. Mm -hmm. I know Joe Budden's two-year deal was around maybe a million and a half. A year? No, just for two years. Oh, oh, okay. Which is still a sizable amount of money. Right. But but the thing is, it's... and, And this is why I like to emphasize owning your content a lot. Because... When you go into a deal like that and you sign a deal with Spotify or Apple Music or wherever and they cut you a check for $500,000, right, for let's say a year, if you're a good podcaster and your content's good, you're going to make them a whole lot more money right. than what they gave you. Exactly. So It's like working, <laughs> it's like working at a car dealership uh-huh. or working anywhere. So if you're, you know, and that's why I really like to emphasize owning your content, because no matter where you work, if you're working for somebody, you're going to be making them a lot of money for sure than man. what they're making you. Dude, and, and that's my only- friends and I uh, at the dealership, we calculated how much like because we have a guy there that he he just he's insane. He just sells like back to back to back. It's wicked. I, bro. I've worked with someone like that. At Guitar yeah, Center, dude. right. It's crazy. And uh, we we broke down because they have like, you know, recap sheets and mm-hmm. we broke down how much. And just this is just used cars, like how much he make, how much he made the dealership, like profit wise, and it calculated to like forty grand or a little bit over. I think it was way more than that for like a month worth worth of just used cars, and we only get paid like one twenty five a car. <laughs> so, I mean, when we're on salary and stuff, but just yeah, you know, like think about that. Is, is, is pretty low. Exactly. You know? like, like we, I worked at Guitar Center, AMC, where AMC. Is, people are, are selling memberships right to people and yeah those memberships are causing them to come back and you don't get any like you you have to meet a quota exactly <laughs> like yo i used to work at zoomies and that was the thing we um we, when i started i sucked at it and then we had this girl that would just sell them crazy and then my literally my last week i sold i did one of the highest like and then they were like yeah you suck right because I, I didn't do good for like three months or something and then the last like couple of weeks i was doing crazy but it's crazy they don't pay you on that but you have you have to meet a quota it's it's weird right and and you know starting a podcast and kind of just doing it for yourself it's it's really nice yeah but you don't you don't have to worry about meeting any quotas or whatever right and i'm sure spotify you know doesn't 
have unrealistic expectations for Joe Rogan's right. podcast, who yeah, just got not. the exclusive deal on there. Like his whole podcast discography is being shifted on there, mm. and I'm sure Spotify doesn't have to worry about it. But just imagine how much money Spotify is making off not only in people listening to Joe Rogan's podcast mm. on a new platform. But also paying student Spotify or Spotify premium yep. prices and continuing to pay that monthly just to listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. Right. It, it's it's absolutely insane. And not to even mention the like the mid-roll ads, like the brand deals mm-hmm. and things like that. It's just it's a lot. Well, I think the brand deals go directly to Joe. Yeah, unless, yeah, no, unless absolutely. They, yeah. Oh, yeah. Unless unless Spotify in the contract was like we get twenty five percent of oh, whatever. You know, and it's rude. all about the contract. If yeah. you if you are signing a contract, damn it, you better read it. Because there, <laughs> there have been so many people that mm-hmm. have been screwed. That have been screwed and shit on because they just didn't read the contract. Right. Like I like literally the first thing you learn in in business school is read it. Yeah. Just read. Yeah. You know, and, and that's anything. Mm-hmm. Magic the Gathering. Read the card. Mm-hmm. Find out what it does. <laughs> don't just look. I've at, heard that a lot. Don't just look at, you know, what it can do, mm-hmm. and you know, look out. Oh, like oh wow, this creature has a lot of attack. This is right. it's a really strong monster. Like yeah, and then you find out like you have to sacrifice it at the end of your turn or something. Yeah, like something <laughs> stupid like that. Yeah. Like just imagine like you you go through the contract, and it and a lot of young artists fall fall in this trap. Right, too, I mean, where well, I f- they'll see a huge number. At I the feel bottom. that though, because like you're a young artist, the only thing you the you know the only thing that's on your mind is just like all right, I want to make a bunch of money. I want a lot of listeners. If they're gonna sign me. Like, I kind of have to do it to get my name out there. Unfortunately, that's just the name of the game. Like, but uh, that's why I say I feel them. Because, like, I mean, if I'm busting my ass to try to get as many listeners and as get get as many, uh, sorry, get as much money as I can. And I find I'm not doing that on my own. And, and you know, maybe other contracts aren't allowing that for me. And then this, you know, let's say, uh, damn, who's a, who's a contract? jay-z what's his uh um, rockefeller rockefeller let's say they you know sign me pick me up and then you know i get a million per whatever or something and i know jay-z is gonna or i think i know jay-z is gonna get me those listeners and views and they're gonna promote my music so let's do it and then obviously you go in and it's complete opposite right um right but Little Yachty comes to mind when when he when I think of young artists just signing for a check because yeah. Little Yachty had an amazing year was like 2017 or, yeah. or 2018. You know, I Spy Bro, those came, oh, I dudes, Spy came out 16, 17, 18 freaking amazing years for music. Yeah, man, even. that's when we got most of the Littles. Yeah, we got Twenty One Savage. Yep, you know, we got Bird. Savage. We got. But Drake was going off. I don't care Drake what anybody says. Off. He had a bunch of hits, bro, and they were all great. Was that Scorp- um, Scorpion? Was eighteen? Scorpion right? was eighteen, um, but like excluding Scorpion. Before that, Scorpion, yeah, was Scorpion wasn't care. even all that. Right? He 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 had um. And Did his Muse music come out twenty sixteen. Yes, bro. Twenty sixteen, okay. bro. Yeah. That was uh the Cheesecake Factory song. For the- was that Drake and Future too. Drake and Future. Wait, what? Drake and Future had their joint record. That was 2016. That was a, what a time to be alive. Pretty sure. Pretty oh sure shoot. Was, pretty sure is that. Child's play. Right. That's the song. The Cheesecake Factory song. Um, <laughs> he had. I like that song. Um, not 
nice for what freaking oh, uh, took, God's plan took over the world. He definitely did. But anyways, other yeah, artists, I think those three years Drake cemented himself as a worldwide like top. <laughs> he made an artist exactly, man. Because before uh, that, what we had take care. We had take care. We had um. If you're reading this, we had uh um freak the one with his heads in the clouds. God damn it! I know it. It's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, the one with the baby, right? Yeah. No, that was the back. Um, oh. Nothing was the same. Right. Right. Thank you. <laughs> um, big Drake fan. Weird. <laughs> I am a big Drake fan. Uh, but anyways, I don't mean to turn this to a Drake fest. I don't know. But, but no, but I no, but I you know with with young artists they they want to be like Drake. Right. Go they, back to Lil Yachty though. I I kind of Yeah, so so Lil Yachty had an amazing year. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of tr- trickled into 2018 and then and, you know, he who was signed to QC which is you know, under Capitol Records which is the same label that that our our you know, awesome trio Migos is under mm-hmm. and it's like oh great like i get to you know share the same stardom as Migos and and be on their level you know we're signed to the same label we're label buddies mm-hmm. i get to be featured on their projects i can, he, they can be featured on mine and then he just kind of right cuz the, the the quality in his music was kind of it it wasn't there anymore <laughs> It makes no sense to me how a label could do that. It makes absolutely no sense. Like they, they think they got it all figured out. They think, yeah, people want want to hear this, not that. Like, no, bro. People want to hear Lil Yachty for Lil Yachty. They like, don't want to hear. Last time you heard Lil Yachty on the radio? No, I haven't. Bro, Broccoli used to be on the radio. Yeah, all the time. bro. I Spy with Kyle. That was before be on... his his label. Yeah. Oh my gosh, those songs. They were annoying, but they were like those good. So- there were those songs that you wish he like didn't get. When he released the album, where he's like sitting in the middle of like the group oh, of people. Is that when he? That was his debut project after he signed with QC. Oh, you know that song. Um, was that Lil Yachty? No, it wasn't Lil Yachty. Whoops, I'm thinking of Young Thug. Never mind. Um, he's the one that. He's the one that started this whole this whole like uh like auto-tune mumble rap right yeah kind of genre yeah, he's, yeah. he's a big pioneer all that right and i feel like some people would would uh disagree with that they would say who 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 would they say would they say chief keef chief keef oh really, chief keef was yeah chief yeah Keefe he was, was another one yeah chief keef was another one uh I didn't realize this, but Migos were were out for a, oh, a yeah. minute, bro. I didn't Fight realize. Night, dude. I remember yeah. that's the first song I ever heard about the Migos. Holy crap. Shout out to Ralph for, right. for putting that on in the car. <laughs> yeah. We should do another music podcast, maybe. Uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like we should have a musician on here. Oh yeah. Oh dude, we got Dan Cream. Dan Cream? Okay. Yeah, he said he wants to be Well, on I mean, that's a good segue, right? Because uh for you know, yeah, season two, right, of Chopping It Down podcast, we kinda wanna start bringing in more guests and and talk about you know maybe uh someone that started a podcast or you know or starting a business and yeah, kind of like get we into the to, we, you know unfortunately we were supposed to have a guest today but things kind of fell through but she'll be she'll be back on in uh in a couple of weeks to talk with us and mm-hmm. she yeah. started her own podcast right looking very looking forward to that tremendously very recently and she seems like she you know i, I don't know how much pull she had 
before the podcast but that's another thing too when you have when you have an audience and you have a poll and you have like a whole bunch of followers on instagram mm-hmm. odds are if you make a podcast still oh yeah just listen to it right exactly you know so it, it, it really it really take is advantage shame, right when i see somebody and they have like seven thousand followers you know who i think of who michelle i don't think she's gonna listen to this michelle, michelle. you know michelle. michelle no yes her she has like thousands of followers <laughs> i didn't know that and no links in her bio bro like <laughs> like, like i don't where know. do you go where do you take that you know yeah the, yeah I, yeah take advantage of, of what you got for sure yeah like I, I, I know. you'd be surprised what people do especially if you're if you're a woman wow I, you know no <laughs> i hope that i hope that didn't but but what i mean is like <laughs> look we got incels out there all right they're freaking yeah, yeah right like they'll look, do look, anything only fans <laughs> exist okay <laughs> They, you're not out of pocket for saying something like that, all right? There's yeah, right, a reason why like, so many people go on OnlyFans. Right, look, at Bella, would, look at Bella Thorne. Let's not talk about Bella Thorne. It, yeah, she ruined it. No, no. Well, all right, no, just no, for the was, point no, of... I was going to say that just, she went on the platform and then a whole bunch of other people just simp for that. Right. Just, and then she killed it for everybody we're else. We're bringing her up just for the point of the fact that it goes to show that she, she literally she wasn't doing anything. She, was, she made a post that said, "Yeah, naked body, two hundred bucks, and a million dollars instantly." Right? And who the freak wants to see that on Bella Thorne? Come on. <laughs> uh, apparently, a whole bunch of people. My bad. My bad. Let's let's take that out the uh, uh, out the equation. A, a bunch of people. I bet would. Yeah, she ruined the she ruined the platform. Oh yeah, no, right. I'm, not, I'm not saying what she did was right. I'm, yeah, right. She's she's a dickhead for that. Yeah, uh, but it just goes to show that you have an audience. Mm-hmm. You look good. People want to know what you do. Yeah, I'm sure there's people that just watch The Babysitter on Netflix. What? For her, that's that's one of her movies that she has on Netflix. Who? Bella Thorne. Oh, I didn't know that. Just to see Bella Thorne. Oh. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, or, I, if or, uh, Jeanette McCurdy came out with something recently, oh, I had a huge crush on her, and she follows me back on Twitter. <laughs> um, on your on your anime page? Or? No, my personal. Account. Oh, that'd be funny. Yeah, <laughs> she follows me, huh? It is a flex. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, that's cool. If she comes out with something, shoot, I'll be all over that. I, she recently did, and it wasn't that good. So oh. you know, <laughs> but she came out with a or podcast. Zendaya. Oh, Zend- oh, go watch Dune. Anyway, in theater soon. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> that rhymes. Anyway, bars. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, more guests. We want to we want to talk to more people. Uh, with you know, we're we're kind of figuring out figuring out the Zoom thing too, just because Salon does live in in what, Boston, Boston right? I think. Yeah. So obviously, we're not gonna have have her, her drive yeah. down two and a half hours to be in the studio, and especially in COVID. also vice versa too. With 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 COVID going around, it's just not feasible at this time. But you know we're we're figuring things out, and, and we just want to talk about more things. <laughs> right, exactly. We, we want to introduce more new content, obviously. Yeah, like um, we we definitely we definitely we've... worked ourselves to the bone talking about our last was it like four <laughs> topics. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot. There was a lot that happened in the world, and obviously yeah. we we want to talk about it and bring awareness to it. We have a platform, uh-huh. but now. You know, it's out there. Our opinions are out there. People want to go listen to our opinions. They're out there. And we are always supporting, you know, 
the, the many movements yeah. that have come to fruition right. this summer it's history yeah and you know but now we're we're going and who knows maybe the people that we have on want to talk about those things and uh -huh. we are ready and open to talk about it right and we are also ready to talk about music eventually eventually we're going to do magic the gathering yeah i've been i've been waiting <laughs> but magic the gathering is definitely up there and we're just going to talk about things now that, that interest us yeah. exactly and with that i feel like people have and, and you know it took some exper experimentation right but the the content of our show is less focused and more of a variety like we said before mm -hmm. i like that personally like, and go and that shows me that people are are not only listening for the content but they're listening for us mm -hmm. they want to know our opinions on it they want to hear us talk about things and and we want to educate people mm -hmm. on on different topics that people might not be aware about like with the music thing i i'm sure people that are on spotify and apple music listening to their favorite artists don't realize that they're only giving like little, a cent, less than, less a, than cent. a cent per stream bro. you know like you you bump you bump someone's eight track album you're not even giving them a penny <laughs> like that's it's crazy it's just facts yeah. like you're you're just not giving them anything you know, and, and and that's why I want to bring Dan Cream because he just put out a project. His his new band just put out a project, so he's been busy. Uh -huh. We can get Abe up here too, talk yeah. about Mandala because oh, yeah. he's been in the game for six years now, right? Ever since high school, so he's had a lot of experience and, and growth in the music industry. And I, you know, just talking about stuff that are, are educational and not too many people are aware of. That at least that I think right you know i'm sure no one i'm sure people look at magic as oh that's that's a nerdy card game and yeah well know, screw you and if I, you freaking look I at only it like that. play it but then i found out this summer <laughs> that you know i i worked at a summer camp and and kids love playing it yeah we a, adults love playing it young young adults love playing it there's right. there's there's a lot of people that love this game i, I recently found out that uh uh, one of my managers played it or used to play it and still kind of plays it with his girlfriend and who they had marsh they had a football player a professional uh, football player on uh on the command zone you know on it too and and they have people from yeah, tv cassius shows marsh. cassius marsh that was his name right? and, and like this guy this guy's a big dude right like you, you wouldn't you expect him, you don't expect <laughs> him to like you, you think it's like a paid promotion with the NFL, right. but then he starts talking. Right. He starts like acting it out. You see, he's really into it. Exactly. And I feel like, due to the command zone's nature, uh -huh. people are not gonna be like, oh, like, oh, oh my god, like Cassius Marsh, he's on command zone, he's playing magic. Oh my god, magic right. is so cool. It's like, oh, he's just being a nerd, you know? Yeah, right. So like, I kind of wanna, I kind of wanna explain like. Like, and, it, and you know the stereotype is out there mm -hmm. we see the people that run these local game <laughs> stores I like I, I, unfortunately the, the sure, people yeah. that are running the local game stores are, are not the coolest looking people you know they're really they're really funny they're yeah they're, of course they're awesome to talk to they're right. not like your you know like okay like, like, I don't know who does that still anymore but but I feel like that's a that's a stereotype. Yes, yes, it is. That's the people that when people hear like World of Warcraft or or Magic the Gathering it's, or Dungeons and Dragons, yeah, you know, it's like, like they think uh, you know snotty. Yeah, you know, they think kid. of dorks. They think of Stranger Things. You right. know, those kids are are 
are losers in the eyes of of the public you yeah. know they, they get bullied and, and they right. play dungeons and dragons but i feel like there's a just a whole nother side to magic where people are not seeing and as someone that's been only literally only playing for nine months <laughs> not even seven i've been only really? playing since february. Oh, i thought you started oh okay i've been playing since february you know you you joined in uh maybe two weeks into us starting yeah you know when you when you bought your first deck and now that i've you know i've experienced the content creation i've i've listened to a whole bunch of creators and i've listened to many different opinions on it there's just another side of the game where mm -hmm. people don't understand so right. i really want to get into that mm -hmm. more of the business side of it okay and then we will have you know musicians on i definitely want to talk about that we'll have other podcasters on yep do more collabs in that sense have different friends on mm -hmm. you know just to join in on the conversation and you know just have a good time doing it absolutely and, and that's why we do it to have fun and to have a good time and, and and talk about things that people are not aware of or that we feel that people should learn about mm -hmm. and that we want them to learn about so you know it's been an interesting year to say the least but i think now getting back into the flow of things you know we we have i like i'm i'm putting out an episode tomorrow for avatar because mm -hmm. i want to get that going again and we're almost done with season two of that show which means we'll be on season three mm -hmm. and then after season three <laughs> got legend of Korra, right yeah which is gonna be a blast oh for sure because i be just great. got put on netflix and I've already watched it. Yeah. In like the first two weeks, I know somebody is watching it again yep. right after watching it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good show. It is a really good show. Yep. And I feel like with the the nature of a podcast and the more adult kind of I don't know audience mm -hmm. for a podcast, I feel like they would appreciate Cora even more. Right. You know, you have like the Last Airbender YouTube channel. And it's run by Nickelodeon, so of course you're gonna have like, like, look, at, like, like the that, the uppity that, voice like and the uppity energy, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though you don't really, you, you don't even see the person, you just kind of see the uh -huh. the animation in the cartoon. But you know, with Korra, there's a there's some heavy themes in that mm -hmm. one. So oh yeah, they showed a scene. Oh, remember when 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 ah fudge, oh it's on the tip of my tongue. Toph's daughter, freaking Lynn. When she put the like metal helmet around that girl with the oh I saw yeah. that yeah yeah oh Lin's sister they really showed that bro. Su Yin Su Yin just, Su and then yeah. and then all you see is oh that was Su right yeah and then all you see here is <laughs> just explodes here, like yep like damn bro <laughs> that's serious and then okay all yeah. right I don't, I don't know what that, but but yeah there's a there's a lot of things coming from from the studio so mm -hmm. just be on the lookout for that this is probably going to go up as soon as i'm able to edit it because i just want to get this out yeah. uh, of the way as soon as possible and then come back in and and record whether it be you know having a guest on or or just us talking about things, things. we want to talk about yeah so yeah that's it for this one you know season two starts now commence commencing mission <laughs> commencing mission and we're gonna go and pump out content for you guys and you know give you some more enjoyment on your day you know we're still in uh, a pandemic mm -hmm. there's still you know a, a lot of things that need to be done before it's over 
it's gonna be a while. Everyone thought it was gonna be done in like June, and here we are, still in September, approaching fall mm-hmm. after we just started in you know at the end of winter, and you know things are only picking up ever so slightly. So there's a lot of things that can be done, and there's a lot of content that's that can be consumed, and a lot of content that can be put out as well. So that's what we're here to do. Right. And we're gonna provide enjoyment for you guys, and you know enjoyment for ourselves and hopefully just educate people about things we want to talk about along the way any final thoughts Z? i'm looking forward to you know what we're going to be doing for the next few months in terms of, of content and and everything else that's that's going to come with it so that's yeah. really all i gotta say i hope everyone kind of took you know took our advice i guess you would say especially when it comes to starting a business or a podcast or whatever it's just do it bro yeah and i also plan on doing like a a a podcast on just business like small business Mm -hmm. okay what do you do you know know, different different facets of the business and we kind of we kind of went into it today but there's listen there's a lot oh yeah I've, I've, i've been I've done however many hours of, of college and, you know, thankfully I went to Naugatuck Valley to get all my gen eds out of the way. And then once I got to central, it was just business. And then when you got to your 300 classes, like once you're in your final year, it's just business. Mm-hmm. And it was the best year ever. Like nice. I, I loved learning all about that stuff. And thankfully I took an entrepreneurship class along the way, which is very informative mm-hmm. on on starting a small business so i I definitely want to talk about that whether it be a restaurant podcast um store yeah right uh, online business there's there's so many things that go into that so we we can talk about that as well you can interview me about it about like car dealership oh sure oh or just oh what do you mean oh like if you have questions no i i used i was kidding Oh, I used to. I remember I used to do like oh, the, the, drop shipping. Yeah, 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 yeah. That ooh, that was a that was a fun, interesting time. Yeah. So we have a we have a lot to say on it. So look forward to that as well. But this has been Zeon. This has been Dan. This has been chopping it down. See y'all on the next episode. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>